You're listening to the Jason Lauren Podcast. We are going to take a look back at the events that changed the world forever that took place 20 years ago. Now to some breaking news just through and CNN is reporting tonight that a plane has crashed into the World Trade Centre. There are rescue units and police everywhere and all I'm seeing is hundreds and hundreds of New Yorkers and standing on the side of the street just absolutely immobilised by this tragedy. Just 60 seconds ago, I'm sure you've seen the pictures, the entire left tower just completely collapsed. I, there's people on their knees here, there's people praying, there's women hysterical, it's... it's September 11, 2001. The numbers. 20. The number of years since this terrible day. 2,977. The official death toll of 9 11. 343. The number of firefighters, paramedics, and police officers killed. 3,051. The number of children who lost a parent. 1,108. The number of victims yet to be identified. 422,000. The number of New Yorkers who suffered from post-traumatic stress after 9-11. 12. The seconds it took for the towers to fall. Today we remember those we lost on September 11th, 2001. We will never forget. Wow. God, I've heard that a couple of times and... Just then, that just got me. It's it's so emotional. I, you're absolutely right. It was the day the world changed forever. I think everybody remembers where they were when they watched that. And talking about seconds it took for those towers to fall, yeah. it felt like slow motion. We uh, had the privilege of sitting down and chatting via Zoom with Jay and his daughter, Rebecca. These were two New Yorkers who were there on the ground. Um, watching firsthand the events unfold 20 years ago. Today, our fellow citizens, our way of life, our very freedom came under attack in a series of deliberate and deadly terrorist acts. Jay, Rebecca, welcome to the show. Thank you very much for joining us, guys. Thank you for having us. Can you believe this was 20 years ago? No. It's insane. I don't think about it often because it's kind of hard to think about, but to realize that it was 20 years ago, it seems insane. It's an experience that, of course, uh, stays with you for the rest of your life. Uh, It was a tragic day. Uh, So many lives were lost. Uh, and we just happened to be in the vicinity at the time and uh, ended up being an eyewitness to an event the whole world is uh, aware of. Jay, can you take us back to the morning of September 11, 2001? You did mention you were in the vicinity of it. 
what brought you to be in that part of town and sort of run us through the events for you and how they unfolded that morning? Well, absolutely. Uh, this was a particularly pristine day. Uh, the sky was a deep blue uh, and it's back to school uh, here in the U.S. And I was accompanying uh, Rebecca. Uh, so I dropped her off at school that day. Everything was totally normal. Uh, and uh, I went off to get some school supplies. So uh, there was a store about a block away from the uh, World Trade Center that I was headed towards. And uh, as I was approaching uh, the store, uh, I heard a very, very loud sound of a jet. And then not too long afterwards, uh, a large boom. Where you were when you heard the loud bang, could you visually see the World Trade Center at that point? No, I could not. But I did notice that there were a number of people congregating at the corner. So I walked to the corner to see because they were all looking up. And as I approached the corner, I looked up as well. And there was a big black gaping hole uh, about two thirds of the way up the Trade Center and smoke billowing out. And uh, I asked somebody what happened and uh, they said that a plane had gone into the Trade Center. It was one of those events where you could not take your eyes off of the scene. But after about two or three minutes of looking at this, I knew that going back to the school to get my daughter was uh, paramount uh, to uh, keeping her safe. So I, I was on my way back to the school to pick her up. And there is a an overpass to get to her school. And as I was walking across the overpass and looking at the Trade Center as I was doing it, the second airplane came and went into the second tower. And at that point, I knew that this was not an accident. And what was the vibe on the street? Were people running around like mad or were people sort of feeling like this couldn't possibly be happening? Well, people weren't running around. Everybody was observing for the most part because the concept of these towers actually coming down was not even in your mindset. Yeah. Uh, one never would have thought that there would have been enough to bring the towers down. But uh, still, uh, obviously, when those towers did come down, people were way too close. And that's when the panic started, uh, where people were running away from the towers. Rebecca, you're 11 years old. Um, what do you remember when you were at school? Did you guys have the news on? Could you hear the explosions from where you were? Oh, we didn't need the news on. I heard it. I was in my social studies class. I was sitting on a desk facing a window and we heard the explosion. And at that time there was construction in the area. So I was like, oh, it's probably a construction hitting something really loudly. Then after a while over the loudspeaker, we had been told that a plane had gone into the World Trade Center or an explosion happened in the World Trade Center and we were going to be going down to the cafeteria. While we were waiting to go to the cafeteria, my teacher was like, if these towers come down, don't worry about it. They won't hit our school. Oh, and I was like, wow. come down. They're huge towers. How are they going to come down? Um, eventually, we all went down to the cafeteria, and I saw my dad there, and I was shocked. When I saw him, I was very relieved and ready to go home. He eventually sat me down before we left the school to say, listen, something terrible has happened outside. I'm going to take care of you. I'm going to get you home. We're gonna hold hands the whole way. Please try not to look. 
And as we left, we held hands the whole way and we were walking across the bridge and I saw what had happened. And when I looked, I saw some things falling from the building and I told myself it was debris, but it definitely was not debris. There were people jumping from the building and we walked so fast to the train station. When we got on the train, there were people coming out of the station and we realized that that was probably the last train back uptown. So we ran through the train station past as many people as possible to get onto that train because there was no way there was going to be another one after it. Jay, I've got two young boys. I've, um, you, as a dad, you'd never want, as a parent, you never want you seeing mm. your kids witness anything like that or go through it. I can't imagine the pressure on you as a parent to get your daughter out of there. You, you must have just been frantically running for that train. Well, uh, I knew uh, that it was very serious. I was uh, not under the impression that these towers would come down, though uh, when we were crossing that overpass uh, walkway uh, to get to the other side of the highway, we could look down and see that the highway was now, at this point, filled with emergency vehicles, Mm. one next to the other. It was a sea of red lights. Uh, that I'll never forget. There had to be well over 100 vehicles on the highway itself where the first responders were running in to save lives. Uh, uh, That's an impression that I I will never forget. But uh, we did make it home, actually, on our way from the subway train to our apartment. I heard uh, uh, more jets. So uh, it's the first time that I ever felt the need to run for cover Uh, But uh, uh, we did because we did not know whether there were more planes coming in. It ended up that the jets that we heard on our way home were actually fighter jets that were sent up to protect the city from uh, further destruction. And as soon as I got home with Rebecca, I called my brother to tell him what was going on. And uh, we have an apartment where you can see uh, the World Trade Center. Uh, He said to me, well... The tower is no more. And I looked out, and the first tower at that point had come down already. It was oh. just not there anymore. Uh, we were so used to seeing those two iconic towers. Now one of them was completely gone. And that was, of course, very, very concerning and upsetting at the time. And all I could think of it were all the people uh, that were in that tower uh, that didn't make it out that day. Rebecca, you're 11 years old. Did you, When you got home, did you watch the news do you remember looking out the window and seeing the second tower fall yeah we had the news on and when we saw the second tower going down we ran over to watch it live and in color um and it was difficult to see because i knew how many people were in there jay um how did you and the kids sleep that first night mate well that's that's a tough question uh Look, you know, this is something that uh, it was so unbelievable that for me, talking about it, when it initially happened, was almost cathartic. I needed to, you know, explain to people what happened and what my experience was. So uh, most of that day I spent calling family and letting them know that we were all safe and uh, explained what had happened. Uh, so I was pretty exhausted uh, by the by the time uh, it was time to go to bed. So uh, I think I was able to sleep, but of course there was such an outpouring of empathy 
for all New Yorkers at that time uh, and for U.S. citizens too because this was something that was perpetrated on the entire country and the feeling of warmth and and love for all of us uh, was truly felt from around the world it was uh, it was quite incredible and 20 years on um how are you guys now i imagine you still live with the burden of having this experience every day i don't think about it i try not to but when those documentaries come on yeah and you see other people's experiences and you watch the footage, I can get emotional about it. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't like to watch them. I don't watch the memorials. Yeah. I try and forget about it. Mm-hmm. I don't want to remember it. How are you doing, Jack? Well, you know, there were, there were so many heroes that day. Uh, it wasn't just the World Trade Center that was affected, but as you know, the Pentagon in Washington was also uh, hit by a plane. Yep. And then there was that plane that uh, went down uh, in Pennsylvania where uh, those on board did whatever they could to stop that plane from reaching its goal. Yep. Those to me are, are the real heroes uh, in this event. Our experience pales in comparison to what so many other people experienced that day. Well, um, Lauren and I have both been fortunate enough to visit the city of New York and the people are incredible. You, you guys are very resilient and we, we can't even imagine what you went through that day and, and our hearts go out to you guys 20 years after. Thank you. Thank you so much for that. Uh, Very much appreciated. And I know it must be so hard to talk about it and to share that story. So thank you for sharing that with us. Well, we're glad we could do it. Uh, We know that we had uh, a relatively uh, unique experience being eyewitness to that event. But I think it's important to remember and to share the experience with others because this is something that should never be forgotten. Well said, Jack. Guys, thank you so much. We really, really appreciate your time. Thank you. Sure, it was nice chatting with you. Wow. I know that wouldn't have been easy for them to relive that. Um, So we really, really appreciate uh, their time. It's actually a really confronting thing for everybody. I know everyone is taken back to that moment when they see the images and they are going to be splashed all across newspapers and televisions tomorrow. Kids who weren't around when that happened will be interested and want to know what goes on. Um, I think it's hugely confronting 20. It is still as raw 20 years later. Yeah. But um, respect to those people that lost their life. Uh, have those conversations this weekend. You know, pay your respects and, and take a moment. The Jason Lauren Podcast.